for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Frank Fletcher joining us as our featured guest. How's it going today, Frank? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Really excited to sit down and chat with you a little bit. You got a new single coming out and uh, just really excited to sit down and chat with you. So you're originally from, or you're from South Alabama and that's where you're currently based out of, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, awesome. we're lucky enough. We get to travel nationwide, but uh, so we're never, never home much. But uh, but South Alabama is where we call home. Yes, sir. Awesome. Awesome. And what was it like growing up in South Alabama? So I grew up, um, my dad was military, so we did move around some. Um, I spent a few years in Hawaii growing up and that kind of rubbed off on me a lot. But coming back home, um, my grandfather on my mother's side, we owned a car garage, a family owned car garage. So I grew up turning wrenches in my granddaddy's car garage. Um, it's pretty slow life around here. I mean, you know, uh, growing up, you had to find things to do to, to have fun. Uh-oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Oh, so growing, kind of finding your own things to do. Is that kind of how you got introduced to music was just kind of, uh, fumbling around in it to yourself or did your family kind of introduce you to music originally? I actually got into it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody in my family's very musical. Um, and then when I started showing interest in, in music, me and my, my mom actually started taking me to a lot of, of concerts and stuff. So we, we saw a lot of different types of concerts. Um, and I started taking guitar lessons when I was about 12 mm. and then played in my first bar when I was like 14. And it kind of just has, has stuck, um, you know, for a long time. It was a hobby, you know, uh, playing in bars on the weekends, you know, cover mm. band type of stuff. And, and uh, after the shop closed down it kind of I bounced around for a few years trying to do all kinds of different jobs uh I was even a mailman for about a year um which was probably the worst job I've ever had just for me personally it was very monotonous um so I finally just made the decision I was going to jump off full-time and see if I could make it as a full-time musician and and uh, I made it for about a year and after that year I was like okay Okay, well, I'm paying the bills. Let's let's see if we can't build a career out of it. So, yeah, for sure, I think that's always like that first hurdle is everybody's worried about paying the bills. You know, it's like I know that's been the biggest thing for me to make that next step into live and amplified is like the bills. I got to worry about these bills and yeah. the fact that you were able to kind of get that squared away, and then 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 you could worry about turning it into a career. But you know, getting those bills paid is always that first hurdle everybody's you know chase chase your dreams and and uh i'm like yeah but i I like to eat so i have to (laughs) that's it's so funny because it's like no matter how broke i've been it's like i always i'll i'll forget to pay the uh electric bill the internet bill the whatever bill as long as i eat that's all that i care about i have a house and i can eat everything else is whatever 
I've so, always joked um, with the music industry, it's a, uh, you know, one week you're eating prime rib and the next week you're living off of ramen noodles and there's no in between. Isn't that the truth? Um, so growing up in South Alabama, you said you started playing in bars when you were 14. That's probably the most South Alabama thing I've heard in a good minute. I lived in, uh, Tallahassee, Florida for a good while. So I'm familiar with the Southeast we, side of Alabama. We played, we played Tallahassee from time to time. Nice. It's uh, I don't regret little, leaving Tallahassee. I'll just say that. Little, little shout out to pockets, pool and pub. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, so, uh, at, what was kind of the switch for you? Um, when you started playing your own music, you're, for, you're a teenager playing bars and all that fun stuff. What was kind of that switch for you um, when you were like, you know what? Go ahead. Yeah. But the biggest thing was I made a switch. I was, I was always in rock bands and did, you know, party mm -hmm. rock, all the cover stuff. And mm -hmm. I'd say probably about six years ago, I, you know, the industry was changing. Uh, the, the venues were changing. So I made a switch to, to country, which is, you know, growing up in South Alabama. Yeah. My whole life, I tried not to say y'all, and and then I, you know, started a country band, and and just, you know, it, it's more authentic. It was more natural, um, a little more down to earth and and grounded, and and uh, that kind of opened me up to to start, you know, pushing my my originals. Um, and it took me a little while because I wasn't a country artist to start out with. It took me a while to kind of find what direction to go mm -hmm. so when i go to nashville and co-write with these guys uh it, my first ep i released every song is a different type of country song like you got mm -hmm. the peachy kenny chesney kind of sound and stuff mm -hmm. then you got like the brantley gilbert hard rock and and uh this new ep like this new single we're releasing and the new ep we're getting ready to release um me my guitar player and my my drummer prim primarily wrote all the songs so it's a cohesive sound we're really excited we feel like it's our best stuff and, and it kind of has a the same direction um nice. so yeah uh so you brought up the uh, new single which is uh rolling correct rolling it comes out june 23rd this uh, friday uh so what's the uh what's the story behind this song you know some some songs have a, a this emotional connection and, and a story behind it um, this song is not one of those songs. This song is is all about um, summertime fun. We we just wanted to have a good summertime banger, and it's really literally it's based off of you know how me and my friends used to hang out on the weekends. Um, I mean, you get off of work on Friday, and and you were excited to get off of work, and you you jumped in your trucks and you know drank beer and tried to hang out with whatever you know, girl you were seeing at the time. And it, you know, it's just, it's just one of those songs. It's, it's just a fun summertime banger. And, and anybody that's grown up in the South will, will kind of resonate with, you know, yeah, that's, that's how we did it. Yeah, for sure. I love those songs, those summertime anthems, those songs that are almost uh, nostalgic in nature. Like, it's nostalgic. It's summertime anthem, and it just puts you in the right mood for the summertime season. Yeah, that's that. That was our whole goal with this song was just to release a fun, a fun song. Just mm -hmm. and uh, 
and it, like I said, it rings true. I mean, it, it rings true to how, how I was growing up, uh, you know, work all week long. And by Friday, you were ready to get the heck out of there and, and cut loose on the weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what is that the kind of the whole vibe for the upcoming EP as well? Or is this, is it got a completely different vibe for the full body of work? Um, the full body of work, it has, I mean, we've got some deeper songs on there also. Um, there's, there's a couple more bangers. There's, it, it's mostly lighthearted fun. Um, you can't have, you can't be a country band without at least having one good solid tearjerker on there. Um, so, but the biggest thing is the cohesive sound. Um, we are leaning more towards like the Texas red dirt sound mm -hmm. only, a little bit more radio friendly so somebody was listening to one of my songs the other day and and i love that they described it like this because this is two guys that i've kind of followed coming up through my country career but it was uh they said it, it's like cody jinks meets jason aldean so you've got the texas you know vibe but it's a little more marketable radio friendly you know a little more rock yeah. you know so and that, that fits who the guy that said that it just clicked. I was like, yeah, that's, that's exactly where we're landing is. Yeah. It's like Cody Jinx meets Jason Aldean. Nice. That's cool. It's uh, I'm, so that's where I'm based in Texas. I've been here about four years and that Texas red dirt scene is something different. It's it, it's got those artists that have been playing for the last 20 years, making a killing here in Texas, but you step outside of Texas and very few people have ever actually heard of them. But the fact that country musicians yeah. are starting to pay attention to what's going on there, it's like, okay, there's something really going on. Well, I mean, I, I feel like the Texas, you know, the red dirt, they're trying to get back to real country roots because mm -hmm. country music took a, took a turn there for a while. And, and I yeah. feel like, you know, the push now is to try to get back to, you know, kind of real country, real country sounds, real country yeah. vibes and, and storylines. And, and, uh, so growing up, I listened to all kinds of different types of music, but, but nineties country music, you know, to me was, was like the best country. So there's, mm. there's a lot of that thrown in there too. You know, it's got the nineties country vibe with, with the red dirt and mm. a little bit of the rock vibe. So it's, it's, uh, like I said, I think we finally kind of found our, our direction, our yeah. niche that we're, we're going for. So we're really excited to get all these songs out. Um, after this Friday, I think, what we're going to do is we're going to release a new song every eight weeks oh, nice. until, until the whole EP is released. That's cool. So. That's, that's a really good way to do it. You know, just, especially with the way the algorithm is nowadays, it's like, all right, you got to release the singles cause you release a full project. You may, may shoot yourself in the foot. And then in three, three months, you have to have another project ready, which I'm sure most bands that's not a huge issue for, but other than like getting into the studio and actually having the funding to record it and all that stuff. But like creatively speaking, I'm sure spitting out albums. Well, our is... deal, we are a full-time touring band. We tour mm -hmm. nationwide. Um, a matter of fact, we just played 10 shows in 12 days, stretching from Laconia, New Hampshire to Gulf Shores, Alabama. Nice. That, so, that's a, that's a drive. Yeah. So, you know, us trying to have time to get in the studio and time to write and time to do the creative side of things too. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot, it's a push. Um, oh, for sure. So you just mentioned that you, uh, just finished a nice little East coast run there from, uh, New Hampshire all the way down to Alabama, 
10, you said 10 shows in 12 days or 10 shows in 12 days. That, that's a drive. Is, uh, is that kind of the plan for the summer is touring? How often are, or how often are you playing shows throughout the summer? Uh, we're getting ready to, to turn around and head right back up to the, to the Midwest, uh, Sturgis bike rally is, is mm -hmm. the first two weeks of August. So I know the, the last week of July, we're going to be in, in Minnesota and then we'll be in Sturgis for two weeks. And then we're going to hit Deadwood, uh, South Dakota on our way out of town. Um, I think sometime in September, uh, I want to say we've got something in the works up in Utah. Okay. Um, so, but then when we're back in the Alabama region area, for us, a local gig is still like about a four, three to four hour radius. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of times that we'll do, you know, four or five days, you know, stretching Mississippi to, to Georgia, you know, and all through the panhandle of Florida, like you said, you know, that you from Tallahassee or lived in Tallahassee. So, uh, you know, Panama City Beach, Destin, Fort Walton, mm -hmm. Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, Alabama, Tallahassee, you know, all, all through there is, you know, it's it's summertime. So anytime you're at the beach during the summertime, you, you know, yeah, for it's sure. not, a, not a bad place to be. For sure. That's really cool that all of that is like within a reasonable drive, like three, four hours. And, you know, just the fact that you're open to that to be like, oh, hey, we can go do a, a quick show out three hours away we're willing to make that drive like i think a lot of musicians get lost in that it's like you live in nashville but if you travel three four hours out there's 20 different major cities that you can hit up within three four hours of nashville you know or just wherever you're at i think the nashville vibe though is is it's a little different those guys once you get into nashville a lot of it's shift work mm -hmm. and you're you're kind of locked in like you you you're either going to play in Nashville or you're not going to play in Nashville. And, and it's hard to, to go in and out of Nashville as a, you know, as a working musician. Mm -hmm. That's true. Very true. Oh, so kind of outside of music when it's time for Frank to take some time to himself, get, get away from the music, the hustle and bustle of the industry and all that stuff. What do you do to kind of decompress? Try to spend as much time with my kid as possible. Um, a matter of fact, we just left the movie theater. Um, mm. So, um, but I hang out with my, my son as much as I can. Um, me and my wife try to have some downtime. Um, like I do all our booking plus mm. all the travel and the shows and, and, you know, the upkeep and stuff. So music is almost a 24 hour, seven day a week kind of thing for me. Um, but you know, I, I love to be able to have a day where the weather's nice and I can hop on my bike and just, just ride, um, try to stay in the gym as much as I possibly can. Uh, road life is pretty hard on that, especially yeah. living, living out of gas stations and, and, you know, a lot of fast food. So it's, it's hard to, hard to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like I said, I grew up in Hawaii. I moved back to Hawaii out of, out of high school and I actually turned 21 while I was in Hawaii. Um, so I'm a, I'm a beach bum at heart. So anytime I can get around water or the beach or lakes, I'm big, big into water skiing. Mm -hmm. Um, but the problem is right now we just don't have much downtime, but it's not, there's not much downtime to be had. So, um, most of it is just trying to recoup 
and uh, re-energize for the next run and spend as much time with my, my family and my kids and, you know, my kid and my, my wife and, and stuff as possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is what you, this is what a lot of musicians and I'm sure you, well, I'm, you worked for your entire career is to get yourself into this position where music is your, is your life or is what you do for a living. And, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's a grind, but once you kind of get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm where I want to be. And now we can kind of enjoy everything. We're, uh, we're about one step away from where we want to be, where we can breathe. Um, mm -hmm. There's a, you know, you grind, you grind, you grind, you grind. And then you get to this point where, okay, I have a team built around me, yeah. uh, which we've been building the team. Uh, you know, I just, just signed with um, Burning Ground Entertainment out of mm -hmm. Nashville. Um, I have a personal manager with Arise Entertainment. So yeah. they've been working together and trying to help take some of the load off of my shoulders. So, if we could get like one more step up the ladder, which with this in, this new EP coming out, I, I really feel like it's gonna kind of kind of bump us bump us through the roof on that. Yeah, um, it'll be a lot more sustainable. It'll yeah. be a career where we're not having to completely kill ourselves day in yeah. and day out. Um, yeah. But but I mean, you hear all the stories. I mean, people talk about sleeping in the backseat of their car because they were homeless right before they made it, mm -hmm. or um you know i got i got to see uh priscilla block in, at the uh the grand old opry and it was actually a guy named frank ray it was his debut which we had just played a show with him mm -hmm. and then fast forward a year you know we were on the same stage and yeah. a, a year a year later you know he's he's on tour and all over the place frank ray's doing huge things but that was his but priscilla block was talking about sitting in the living room of her apartment and you know, was on the verge of not being able to pay rent or, you mm -hmm. know, eat or, or anything. And then she gets a phone call and one phone call changed her whole life. Yep. So we were in a similar situation right before the pandemic hit. Um, we were at a, a bluegrass festival down in the Florida Keys. We were doing like interviews and stuff. And this was, uh, you're familiar with uh, Billy Strings? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this was like right before he really started taking off and he was at this bluegrass festival. He was the headliner for the small bluegrass festival and he's just walking around him and his band. You could tell that they'd just been grinding. Like this was the couple final shows of a grueling tour for him. You could just kind of see that they were just, you could kind of tell. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I should go ask him for a podcast, but he's sitting over here just relaxing i'm not gonna go bother him biggest regret of my life i should have just went over and asked him but you know i uh, then six months later he's opening or he's uh doing a set on jimmy kimmel or whatever the late night and then six months after that he's winning grammys and all this stuff and i'm like dang it just happens that quickly yeah i mean there's there's a bunch of them out there right now i just saw you know where megan maroney was talking about you know a year ago i had i just released one song mm-hmm and then in a year, you know, Bailey Zimmerman's another one, mm -hmm. you know, he just blew up out of nowhere. Um, so we're, um, we're, we're one, one phone call away, one show away, one song away, one, you know. Wait, to me, you guys are already there because you're doing it. You're making like you and your band, you're there, you're doing it. You're making a lit making, I don't know if it's a comfortable living, but you're making a living. You're able to afford the basic necessities of life. Right. We are, and, we, 
we're actually off, we're kind of like doing it the old school way compared to the way a lot of people are nowadays. Um, our social media mm-hmm. is actually our, our weakest point. Our numbers True. on social media, my posting, um, but we're out touring and we're out playing. We play mm-hmm. 200 to 230 yeah. shows a year and have for like the last three years in a row um, where a lot of people are making it on TikTok or making mm-hmm. their, their social media looks good, but they, they don't have, they haven't anything. toured. They haven't. Yeah, exactly. They haven't gone out and play. So um, it's just crazy the way the industry works nowadays. And and I know social media is, is huge. So, um, you know, we, we've been trying to step up our game where that's concerned and, and, you know, but we've been very fortunate and very blessed to be able to play as many shows as we play mm-hmm. and uh, stay as, as consistent. Mm-hmm. And well, just to kind of piggyback off that one thing that I keep telling young musicians, you know, we work with a lot of really young musicians. They're like They're just coming out of high school. Like they want to pursue music. And it's like, hit the road. Like you're 18, you have no kids, no real responsibility. You've got a thousand or figure out a way to get a thousand dollars in the bank, hit the road until you get to where you're going or you run out of money and you have to go back home to go to work or, you know, like whatever it is. It's only going to get harder. Yeah. It's only going to get harder from there. hundred um, percent. Cause it's, it's like, yeah, the social media following is good, but it's only that's those stats are only on paper. If you go out and you meet, 10,000 people face to face, those 10,000 people are going to be real 10,000 people. Right. Whereas if you have 10 million people on Instagram, it's like, okay, cool. Like they're just nameless, yeah. faceless things. So, but anyways, so I'd been a blast chatting with you. Um, for anybody that wants to check out uh, any of your music, the new EP as it drops in the new single uh, rolling, or just want to catch a show, where can they find you? Um, you can go to our website, which is frankfletchermusic.com. Um, it does have our tour dates linked to it. It has our new music and links, everything on that website. And then as far as any of our social media, it is also Frank Fletcher Music. So anything online is Frank Fletcher Music. Um, awesome. And you can find us there. 